Hello and welcome to all our listeners in radio and podcast land. My name is Dan Dick, one of your Faithful Church Matters hosts. And a big hello to my ever-present and wise co-host, Janet Plennert. Good morning, Dan. It's great to be back in the studio and we have the privilege of doing a two-part series now. Tell us about our guest. Sure. Our guest is Adrian Jacobs. Adrian is a member of the Six Nations Iroquois Confederacy from the Six Nations Reserve in southern Ontario. Adrian wears many hats, pastor, author, community liaison worker, single parent of five children and more. And today we're going to be broadcasting part one. So what's our topic for today? Our topic for both parts is going to be how we adventurously explore cultures, covenants, treaties and promises. And along the way, we'll hopefully unearth some biblical wisdom to guide our relationships with First Nations folks. Well, we got some big topics ahead of us, but let's start with a bit of scripture. Of course. Acts 17 has a good word for us today. Verse 24. The God who made the world and everything in it, he who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he gives himself to all mortals, life and breath and all things. From one ancestor, he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth, and he allocated the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God, and perhaps grope for him and find him, although indeed he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of our own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. I love that image of groping for God. Let's keep that in mind as we invite Adrian to join us. Welcome to the studio, Adrian. It's great to have you here. Adrian hails from the Cayuga First Nation and is a member of the Six Nations Iroquois Confederacy from the Six Nations Reserve in southern Ontario. Adrian's a pastor, community liaison worker. He helps to train other pastors and lay leaders for ministry, and he has studied architecture and theology. Welcome here. Good morning. Uh, I want to say Sego. That's the greeting from the Cayuga people in Six Nations. Adrian, we often have trouble differentiating between culture and faith. What can you tell us about that? Well, culture is the framework in which you respond to different things, including faith. Faith is an aspect of responding to uh, the understanding that you have of God or of spirituality or creation. So when you respond, you respond from your culture. So as a native person, my view of the world is shaped by my culture, and even my reading of Scripture is shaped by culture as well. And so I may see things from a native perspective that somebody who is of a Canadian perspective doesn't exactly see the same issues highlighted. So my response to Christian faith is uh, shaped by my uh, upbringing as well. Like most of us. Yeah, it's it's something that... uh, uh, if you grow up in an, in a family that is in an urban setting, your understanding of how things work is a little bit different if you grew up in a rural setting. You, uh, you look at things differently, and so your response is going to be a little bit different. It's because of your upbringing. Do you think our culture helps or hinders our ability to live out our Christian faith? Our culture is part of the given for our Christian faith. It's something that will be uh, our information in responding to the scriptures. If we are answering questions, we'll be answering the questions that come from our 
background and from our heritage. So it's not a hindrance. It's just the part of the reality. You have to think things through being the person that you are. And that's what God is looking for. He's looking for you to respond to him. And culture is just a part of the given in your response to God. Adrian, do you think that non-Aboriginal people separate our faith more from our culture? In the Canadian context, uh, when people speak of faith, especially in broader terms in the political world, uh, faith becomes compartmentalized. It becomes something that you privately hold and that you express in private or in a certain day of the week. And then it's not an issue in the rest of your life. Uh, The native view of things is that your understanding of spiritual matters informs everything. So it is a part of your political life. It is a part of your everyday life. It's, it's It's a part of your employment life. So from the native perspective, it's less separated out of life. But I've noticed in the Canadian, broader Canadian society, it is uh, often compartmentalized and private. Does this compartmentalization feed into the confusion and the differing perspectives of covenants and treaties, biblical and otherwise? I believe so, especially in terms of First Nations people. One of the things that is characteristic of the Canadian population is that treaties are from the past, uh, the violations are from the past, we need to get over it and beyond it and live with today's reality. Uh, First Nations people function more from an understanding of covenant, uh, which is very similar to the Jewish understanding, that it's an agreement between peoples under God. And it's not something that's just simply time-limited a contract that can be fulfilled and, and, or broken and then moved on from. It's something that is a commitment. It's like the marriage commitment. It's something that was, is meant to be a lifelong commitment. Uh, the uh, treaty is a, uh, as long as the grass shall grow and as long as the sun shall shine. So it's, a, it's an agreement between peoples that is meant to endure f- for a long period of time. That's not what it, the understanding is from the general Canadian public. In your book, Aboriginal Christianity, The Way It Was Meant to Be, you talk about various kinds of sin, including corporate sin or body sin and the inheritance of sin. Can you tell us more about that? Well, one of the uh, foundations to understanding treaty is to look at the scriptures that talk about covenants. And in the case of the Gibeonites during the time of King Saul, in order to curry favor with the broader Israeli population, he killed the Gibeonites, which violated a 400-year-old covenant that was made when, they, when Israel first moved into the land and they preserved their lives through this covenant. Saul violated it many hundreds of years later. And then during the administration of David, King David, there was a three-year famine And when David went to God to say, what was this all about? What do we need to do to correct this? God said it was because Saul killed the Gibeonites. It was because Saul had violated the covenant, which was to preserve the life of the Gibeonites. And so David, 
didn't say that was a previous administration. We're not responsible for that. I didn't do that. He took responsibility because God does judge nations. The Old Testament is all about the idea that nations are judged and held accountable. And even the scripture in Acts 17 talks about the fact that the creator made human beings and gave them their uh, time of jurisdiction and the boundaries of their habitation. So God is involved in the affairs of nations. And if he's involved in the affairs of nations, then when there is a violation of treaty, then it's something that concerns the creator and holds that nation accountable for their response to it. Some people say that the treaties are in the past, hundreds of years ago. Uh, but the reality is uh, the Canadian Constitution recognizes that they're the law of the land. So treaties are not passed. They are the law of the land uh, enshrined in the Constitution of Canada. So it's something that still needs to be reckoned with now. Adrian, it's an inspiration and a pleasure to have you here with us on Church Matters today. Now, That concludes part one of Church Matters for today. Our guest has been Adrian Jacobs, pastor, community liaison worker, author, and bridge builder among Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people in Canada. Thanks to all of our listeners in radio and podcast land. We'd love to hear what you think about this program. If you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, please write a review about this or any other episode. You can find some of Adrian's writings at our very own resource centre at MennoniteChurch.ca or by calling 1-866-888-6785. We welcome your comments, which you can phone in or email to churchmatters at MennoniteChurch.ca. My name is Janet Plennert. And my name is Dan Dick, and you've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Every episode gets produced and the podcast uploaded in time for the third Sunday of the month. Tune in wherever you are, and thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.